0: Hi, welcome to Ben and the Weebs. Uh, My name is Benjamin and I'm the host of the podcast Kids These Days.
1: Hi, I'm Meg. I'm from Anime Unveiled. And hi, I'm Holly and I'm from POV. Today we have many questions to discuss and many topics to go over. Not least of all is, what do you guys think is a classic? Okay, so guys, what do you actually think a classic is?
2: I think that a classic is kind of like a foundation that people build on, it can change, but as long as the fundamental ideas are still there, it's considered a classic. Like for example, knock-knock jokes, those change over time, like everyone has a different variety of it, but as long as the structure is the same, that's a classic, or like the hero's journey. Yeah. I don't know if that's... Good. Actually, I don't think that's a classic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> but, but I was going to say, <laughs> like, we're, st-
1: we're studying Romeo and Juliet in class, right? That's kind of what our big project in school is about right now. Do you guys think that's... Like, do you think that's a classic? Do you think you still see themes from that today?
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because there's a lot of, like, remakes of that play. They have the 1968 version by... I don't know what his name is. There's a 1976 version. Is a nineteen seventy or nineteen ninety-six version, and then you have a lot of different remakes, on um, like anime. Juliet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just the fact that that play can still be remade remade and is still popular today, just shows its flexibility as a story and how it can still like be applied to modern day problems, just like falling in love, unrequited love arguing with your parents not listening to them all the time it's all things that can be applied to modern day people
1: yeah and i can relate to at least one of those yeah (laughs) oh for sure i was gonna say though like to be a classic do you think things have to span across multiple cultures like what do you have to say about that for that one i definitely gonna say no, no because i feel like there's different types of classics
2: if you're gonna go into like the specifics of it there's like different genres maybe if you wanted to be specific like, like things what? that things that go across um worldwide and things that only affect like a small region like for example i'm gonna use a a commercial idea of like sleep country that tune a lot of people in canada would know it and especially yeah. like in ontario or something anyone there you would start that song and people would be able to finish it because they know what it is it's like a classic commercial that everyone there knows Yeah, that's fair. but you ask people in a, the u.s or something and they'd be like what are you talking about?
1: Cause it's a Canadian company, right? So. Yeah. So you say you say that like classics can be like localized or like national classics that like maybe a group of people recognize. Yeah,
2: cause as long as someone recognizes it as like a work of art or like a commonly established idea. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm are we saying. I really call <laughs> this
0: the Country commercial a work of art.
2: <laughs> yes, I just did. Because that was literally all they talked about. And, like, when I was in grade 7 or 6 or something, yeah, everyone would just, like, start yelling, Sleep Country Canada! Mm-hmm. Of and then, of course there- anywhere
0: else? And yeah. then, of course, there are remakes of that song, I know! Like, yeah, Canada, so that's so that's so fun. Fun. there's parodies. Why am I
1: a when you can see it on the shelf? Yeah, yeah. there's the, it's <laughs> able to
0: be remade, which is sort of what we touched back on earlier. It's like not just uh commercial anymore it's really something that everybody knows and everybody can remake yeah. it so it still stays relevant
2: and even if it's not just in the wider canada like i my dad's from ontario so i know this one is that everyone loves marine land i don't oh, know if you know yeah, that commercial that that one's um, also really popular right yeah i don't know how we started talking about commercials, commercials but this is kind of interesting yeah. Okay. okay no but going back, <laughs>
0: going back to holly's question um do you think um, classics need to be spanned span over generations. Colors. I don't think it may, mainly generations. it's gotta be a period of time, yeah, Like a classic cannot last for a year. That's not a classic, like, yeah, even if everybody knows it, like well, it's taking the sleep measure you can of the thing that's when was that commercial like it was twenty ten or something. something yeah it's, like it's been at 10 least years. at least ten years now, so yeah. It's, expand like, over a period of time. It's obviously going to go longer, probably, for, like, younger generations. But mm-hmm. it stayed relevant throughout that time. Uh-huh. There was no, like, period where it disappeared or anything. It stayed there, and everybody still has that commercial in their head.
2: Yeah. And again, going back to, like, the different genres and stuff, it's not just commercials or stories. It's also yeah. phrases. Like, I know you're from Yeah, got, like, Ireland. England. <laughs> <laughs> England I get the right? England, England and Sorry. Ireland
1: are, like, literally so phrase-based. You can hear, like, my parents say phrases that like everyone in England would recognize, which I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And they're like, what, what do you mean? You don't know this? Everyone knows this. Also, i just gonna point out spelling is a thing too. My oh dad, I like, like saying words certain ways like aluminum, aluminum. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just classically one way and classically another way mm-hmm. and it causes so many rifts. Like the Sleep Country Canada thing is pretty centralized to Canada, but like I guess there's also famous Canadian authors. Yeah.
0: So do you I guys think... think that, does it have to be like a story or a, a, a jingle or something? Do you think a person can be a classic?
2: Definitely. Um, I think See, it's possible, but people who are classics usually have something are that
1: makes them a classic. Either right? that,
2: or they're either like someone who writes a story or someone who's the character of a story.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like for example, I know we were talking about this earlier. It's not on tape, but we were talking about Jack the Ripper being classic because everyone knows about that story. Yeah. Or at least, in some shape or form, have heard yeah. about the infamous killer, mm-hmm. and he's someone who is real. But the reason why he became so famous was because people started telling stories about them.
1: Yeah, and, and telling him. of like of what he did. Ex- yeah, because he did something. And like even classic athletes are like remembered for being great for a specific reason. Hmm. I'm just and searching think,
0: up right now. There are movies of Jack the Ripper. There's a lot of different stories from Jack the Ripper. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and even a famous one
2: by Zach Efron. I think. He, no, wait, that's Ted Bundy. Never mind. <laughs> Ted <laughs> no, Bundy is, is Ted technically Bundy. also
1: a killer. but But,
0: no there are movies about him so he has been remade of course yeah and of course he was like a long time ago but it's not
1: it's not him being remade it's his story being remade i don't know but i feel like i feel like a person's an iffy one i feel like mostly it's the things they do that are known as a classic or the stories they come from yeah like
2: even just an action or something um like people that copy that action yeah i'm trying to think of a famous one now that might have been broadcasted. like for example japanese people i'm also part japanese and we're kind of Known for doing the peace sign or being tourists and stuff. And mm-hmm. that kind of goes into how classics can also be stereotypes or cliches. Yeah. Right? Like... I mean, um, there are classic stereotypes. Shakespeare? Yeah, right? Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet kind of went into the whole cliches of the love stories. Yeah, the love
1: stories. You right? See, that's
2: where everything, like, in the movie industry, too, is
1: based off of. No, but I know what you mean. Like, you see that story retold in a lot of different ways. And I guess that makes it a classic. Anyway, the whole, the whole, like anime love stories are so they're so cliched
2: they are they're so much. like cliche so much so that you can almost predict it and yet no. why do people keep watching them I just know. because they because they like love the stories those yeah. yeah
1: that's why it's classic i was watching diabolic lovers and dance with devils the other day those two ones and literally i like turned to my sister and i predicted every single plot twist in the entire show uh very proud of that but like I still watch them like why did i do that because the stories are great the love stories are classic and like it's still entertaining no matter and because you many...
2: want to know how it ends yeah, like just to see if t- yeah
1: something twisty i app- feel that sounds weird <laughs> 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 some twist no, happens no, I
0: f- stop, stop with the no okay
1: but i feel like so much gratification and knowing they end up together even if i knew it was going to happen you know yeah there's something about that
2: um, I and I guess Gordon, going back to jo- uh whatever it's called boarding school Juliet, <laughs> I'm very sorry, I'm horrible with names. that's okay. The amount of like diversity that they've started to bring into it, like obviously Juliet's best friend is in love with Juliet. yeah, that kind of shows that they've started bringing in like that kind of um, inclusion in the LGBTQ community like also um what is it Maru? he falls in love with uh Julio. Which is basically Juliet dressed up as a boy.
1: Oh damn!
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Maru. Oh, that's, oh, that's a right. One. So they've started bringing in a whole bunch of LGBTQ stuff into anime, which makes it an inclusive audience, which makes more people
1: want to watch it. And why do pe- more people want to watch it? Because it's such a classic. Yeah. Okay, but that's also something I wanted to ask. In the original Shakespeare, um, in the original Shakespeare, there's like. Ow! No. Then there's, like, no diversity. There's no diversity in it. Written by an old white guy, performed all by males. Do you think that affects its, like, classic status? I, I feel like,
0: like it would
2: definitely bring a whole bunch of controversies into the discussion, like, when talking about okay, his stories.
0: Okay, it would today, but, yeah. of course, back then...
1: There, who else was writing plays?
0: Well, you gotta remember who was the dominant civilization. Yeah. You have, Britain. The, like, Europe. Like, they were absolutely dominant for pretty much the entire all of that time, yeah. Yeah, and so of course the old white man would be a dominant figure in that time. Yeah. So yeah, that would affect its um probabilities of becoming a classic because of course everybody who wrote something was an old white man. Mm Mhm. So
1: So do you think because because he was an old white man and still was able to produce something different, it makes it a classic?
0: I don't think it's because he was an old white man. I think it's because he was just well, yeah, he was an old white man. (laughs) <laughs> he wasn't old. He did, he did die young, but he was he was a white man in a dominantly white male civil, society. Uh, society. Yeah. So that gave him the opportunities to write this, but that does not mean that because he was a white man that his story became famous and he went on to be such a successful writer.
2: Thank you for listening to Ben and the Weebs. Today we talked about what a classic is by discussing the plot of Romeo and Juliet and talking about the common themes between the original and remakes and what we could interpret them as. Special thanks to Benjamin from Kids These Days and Holly from POV for appearing in this co-hosted episode of Anime Unveiled. If you enjoyed this episode, look forward to the next one where we'll be bringing Holly and Ben back to discuss yet another topic. Be sure to subscribe and share if you enjoyed this podcast.
0: See you next time.